0: back to the Haircuts and Upcuts podcast from me and Robbie Rob. We had a busy weekend. Uh, more fights on this weekend Ooh. than we've had in a long, long time. And not going to lie, we didn't get to watch all of them. We'd, we'd, you know, we can't watch four different fight cards on at the same time, but we did our best.
1: Ooh. And uh, do you want to start with the UFC, Rob? Yeah, great weekend. As um well, it's kind of becoming a repetitive thing with the UFC, isn't it? A good weekend all round. Um, um Paddy the baddie, what do you reckon? <laughs> Mate, when he was in the in between us saying he was out in Thailand knocking everyone
0: out now to bring in uh, some Cambodians, he wasn't lying.
1: Yeah, I mean he's um you know, he's got it all, in not he? Um Will he be as big as Conor McGregor? I don't think so, but what a character he is. Um I think also, he's the next
0: Conor McGregor.
1: Maybe. Maybe. I think his all our skill set maybe ain't as good. But McGregor was managed well, weren't he, to get to the top? Um, yeah, of course he was. But I mean, for me, the big stand-up performer of the night was um, Tom Aspinall. No, fantastic for him. know um, oh, just all of the results were great, weren't they? Um, it was a clean sweep for the for the English or English-Scottish Scousers. Scousers. Depending on what camp you're in, Scouser or English, or you are, do, you know, I'll let the Scousers decide that. It's a fair play. Um, but yeah, great, great all round in the UFC. Um, and it seems to be, you know, every week we're getting good fights from the UFC now. And um, yeah, I think boxing could, could step its game up a little bit. Yeah, it,
0: it could do. Although, we we had some uh, some decent fights. Fight of the year, not that long ago, it was already for me fight of the year. Um, Conlon Wood. It's just a shame we not get that every weekend. And the UFC does seem to be delivering more often than
1: not, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think that's um, yeah. It's a completely different organisation, isn't it? Um, there's only one bail. They rarely do interim fights. Um And I just hope it stays that way, because I think if boxing was always like that, you know, going back to the ye old days, and um it was a huge, a bigger sport back then It's now. Oh, of course it was. Jesus yeah, it was. Like, you know, I mean, the, the three main sports were, especially in America, were baseball, horse racing, and boxing. They've all been overtaken now, haven't they? Yeah, but, you know, people think 80,000 people at Wembley is a big numbers. Mate,
0: you know, when John L. Sullivan was fighting, there'd be hundred thousand people in a field watching it. Yeah.
1: Definitely.
0: You know, yeah. When when James Figg was having fights over at Tring in the field. But you know, Tring is a a little village in, you know, just outside Buckinghamshire in on the border of Bucks and Hertfordshire. I think they had like hundred and fifty thousand people in a field watching a
1: fight. Yeah. Um, was it t- I think it was time, wasn't it? James Figg for Wales. Yeah, he fought in, a, well, he was from Teg, wasn't he? And, yeah.
0: But yeah, like obviously, like, we were talking hundreds of years ago. and you know, no, our, our local
1: hero, isn't he? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, bo- boxing could be like that again. Obviously, you know, it's watched by millions around the world and stuff. And it was, uh, at the time, there was no such thing as TV. But uh, Conlon Wood, if they have a rematch, that would sell out Wembley. Tyson Fury against anyone sells at Wembley. AJ against anyone sells at Wembley. But I think that's need... where it's
1: got to change, Luke, in my eyes. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be like V-anyone, V-anyone. It should be the best fight in the best. And that's why yeah. we get the best. Uh, you know, the other week, um, Gilbert, well, last week, they announced Gilbert Burns versus um, Chimenev. Uh, Chimenev's a young Swedish, Dagestani. And he's just ragged old everyone since he's come in. He's fighting Gilbert Burns. Yeah, in good. what he's not, he sort of like, and that's, a, I mean, Gilbert Burns fought for a title two far to go. Do you yeah.
0: know what I mean? And you guys deliver these,
1: yeah, they deliver them every week, um, every week, every month. You know, when be it, you know, every event is a good one. Um, a lot of boxing events are good, but again, there's, yeah, you know, um, I mean, you know, Charles Fury v Dylan White for me is not as exciting as. Colby Covington v George Masvidal when that happened and that wasn't even a title fight <laughs> do you know what I mean it's they're just good fights consistently being wheeled out here by the UFC um, I'm a big advocate of UFC and I'm a big advocate of boxing but um, yeah. I think boxing could do a bit more I think boxing could learn a lot more now especially the fact in America I think numbers wise it is UFC's just about taking over now isn't it
0: yeah it has done uh, I believe
1: but they're
0: run so different. And I think that Eddie Hearn going over to the zone. I think he was hoping he could kind of monopolize the market. Because he, he says that he admires Dana White, what Dana White's done. And as much as I know there's people out there that don't want to see Eddie Hearn get to that kind of level because they dislike him, whatever, I kind of think it needs to happen. Uh if we want the sport of boxing to grow, uh, we are advocates of the been the Belts campaign here. Like boxing is yeah, great, 100%. Like Jack Catterall, uh, Josh Taylor. I know we do you know, so we're not going to talk about it too much, but for a lot of the people that are new to listening to this podcast, you know, they might be new to boxing and they're here to try, like, you know, get a bit more inside information on like our knowledge or our opinions so they can form their own off of the back of them. But undisputed fights do not come around often like once in a lifetime in a weight category now he's never going to have a chance to fight for all four marbles again and if he does he's the luckiest boxer on the planet if there was only one belt and one belt only he gets robbed josh taylor moves up a weight category he is then the champ if he has a uh a mandatory fight again so you know jack Catwell against whoever else for that title because you know it's he should have won it then there's no bullshit then is there but the problem is too many belts too much bullshit and it waters down fights where you got people like chris eubank jr walking
1: around with an ibo belt calling themselves a world champion yeah, and I mean, yeah, and um, yeah, it's a good point you just made right at the very end there. Um, because he's <laughs> you yeah, know, no he's not want to fight anywhere near, well, caliber level. Or right, James De Gale, but you know, that wasn't a James De Gale at the top of his game, was it? Um But yeah, you're right, you know, um, too many, but, um you know, the fact is undisputed fights should be happening every week, but they're not. No. You know, the, um the if you know, I'm I'm all I'm all I'm all for there being a lot of belts. If you have undisputed fights, but it's not doesn't seem to happen, does it? No, um, yeah, but then I don't know how you get rid of that regular
0: fucking. It's too, just yeah.
1: too much bullshit. I'm, sure, WBA... I'm not sure how you kind of. I, I think boxing's in such deep trouble in that sense. I was in trouble from viewers and the public watching because it, you know, especially in the UK. The UK is bigger than UFC, definitely, no doubt about it, and probably in a lot of Europe, but um how does boxing get itself out of that deep, deep trouble they're in with all these sanctioning bodies? I think they're going to struggle. Stop paying the fees, bin them off. But yeah, but then the, you know, the fathers probably lose money, right? I'm not, I'm not 100% sure like the ins and outs of it that way, but um, it's not, you know, we're not dealing with a couple of sanctioning bodies here. Do you know what I mean? It's, um you know, we're not trying to get rid of one or two, we're trying to get rid of about eight, and you know, it's going to be difficult, isn't it?
0: Yeah, well, the thing is, like, you know, obviously, you've got WBA, WBC, IBF, and WBO. IBO, I don't even count, no one does, but the WBA have got three, sometimes four, world champions in the same ca- weight category. how do you explain to someone down the pub, oh, yeah, mate, um, he's um, WBA interim champion, so he's world champion, no, um. But this guy is, he's
1: a super champion. Yeah, but what about that? Yeah, guy? he's got a regular title. Um, well, I mean, I the worst thing about it for me, Luke, with that, I mean, look, none of us and the general public, boxing public, or even, I'd say, your general casual fan, if there was someone, for example, Seth A.J. was walked about now with a WBA interim belt. I don't think a lot of people would consider him the champion, and quite rightly so. But the problem yeah, but... is, these interim belts, etc., I'm just using him as an example, by the way, but these, um, These interim belts, et cetera, they they stall big fights happening. Because uh, there's always another block in the way of a big fight happening. Um, God, go back years ago, they all fought each other. Even in the 90s. And they had had all the belts, but they all fought each other. Um, There was a big fight on the weekend that's just gone as well. Yeah. Four against Eddie Hall. Yeah, I mean, I I I actually... actually, if I'm being, I wasn't actually that interested in that. Um, I didn't watch it. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Uh, I, I, don't even, it... I don't even know one actually. Who won it? I didn't 4
0: one the mountain, but okay. Um, it was it was the most bizarre fight. I, I watched the highlights and oh, it was awful.
1: But I mean, I can just imagine. I mean, you know, right in their respective fields, they're the best in the world, right? But um, oh yeah, I can just imagine it was like two bouncers punching each other. Do you
0: know? For credit to him, he, a- he actually had much better boxing
1: ability and technique than Eddie did. I mean, I'm all right in saying that it was the heaviest weighing fight in, bo- in, in boxing history. Yeah, over. So this is where pounds. they both came in on the scales. It was the heaviest ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, I mean, it didn't interest me. I'm not going to lie. No. <laughs> it I didn't really show much. Fair play to him. You know, anyone who gets in the ring, put the gloves on. You can't. Um, can't criticise him, can you?
0: No, but, you know, we had, Frank had a show on, on Saturday as well. I I don't know what happened. There was no one there. Like, what the, f- like, there was more empty seats than seats being occupied. I mean, he seems to put on better shows in
1: America, but, yeah, you know, is that because of the support of back backing the Bob Aram? I mean, it, it's got to be, isn't it? Um... I think he had a decent card, like, on the like, the surface of it. Like,
0: it was very much, you could put a tenor on red corner and every fight and he'd win 40 pence back it, yeah. was, it was quite one-sided fights jez smith had gone up at a weight uh and he got beat unfortunately you know we've had his brother mitchell on and you know we know mitchell from outside of the podcast and you know mitchell and jez were good guys and you know jez went up and went dead to be great got
1: beat no shame in that yeah i think we. yeah i think he um you know, it's unfair play to be unlucky. You know, yeah, he, he took the risk. I did learn from that. Yeah, one hundred percent learned from that. Well, he's um,
0: stepping back down in weight. You know, I think he's yeah. realised that. You know, he needs to step down. The um, you know, middle weight's not the weight for him. But David Avenesian was on our shores. No one there
1: now. But again, again, Luke, there was no um, No big promotion behind it. Yeah, sport. there wasn't at all. Oh. You know, I mean, you have to, if you want to watch it, you had to look for it.
0: Yeah, you think David Evanison, let's face it, he is the captain of the Who Needs Him club. No one, no one has defended their European title belt as many times as he has. And all his defenses are knockout wins. Yet he can't sell a ticket for some reason. He's we are, he is brilliant to watch. He's a beast. And he's the most avoided welterweight on the planet. Because yeah, no you can know, yeah, you to fuck with him.
1: You could be right there, actually, Luke. Um, and is that why uh, the two sales aren't coming? Because no one does. Do you know what I mean? No one does want to find him. Um, and no one's calling his name, are they? You
0: don't see um, any welterweight calling his name. Oh, no way. No,
1: you, no, you really don't. Um, but that's a bit of a good example, actually. I know this sounds a bit silly because how much money the bloke earned. But Floyd Mayweather, you know, there was a time where his fights were boring because he just wasn't fighting the people who we wanted to see him fight. Yeah, but, you know, when he—I mean, a great example was—um—it was a bloke he fought one of his last fights. What, real fight or one of his Mickey
0: Mouse? His real
1: fights. There was one before he fought McGregor. The last one he'd done and um I forget a guy's name now, but it was just you know, everyone's saying like, how has he got this fight? <laughs> like, you know, like, he, he won he won the way the, the Mayweather lottery as such. I I can't remember who he was fighting. You know what re- about that, didn't I you? remember yeah. the eleventh round.
0: Uh Bertho. Yeah, it. He told his dad thank you and he loved him. And yeah, was it like, was Berto. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was Berto, yeah. Um and you know, like Mayweather done that a lot. He fought fights people didn't want to see him in. Uh yeah, it's a sort of come kind of, apart. But anyway, that's going running off different subject, but what I'm all about is viewing figures, really, you know, because people wouldn't wake up at four o'clock in the UK to watch them over. They, no, they just wouldn't. It feels, got to a point where I wouldn't, if you know what I mean.
0: I feel sorry for David Avene, because he wants the big fights, he wants the world title fights, they just don't want to fight him. And
1: Yeah, I mean, but you know, if you're him, do you do you look at different promoters, right? i, I, I don't know what the contract looks like, etc. But um I, if if you're not getting the fights you want, that's where you maybe need to well, Dylan I think, White. I mean, I'm of the view Dylan White stayed with matching for far too long. If he was serious about getting title shot, he stayed for far too long. Well,
0: I don't think David Avenison actually has a promoter. I think he's like a bit of a free agent because yeah. he's fought on the Zone shows, he's fought on Frank shows, and that sort of got some purse
1: bid a lot. Um, yeah,
0: and yeah. well, it was a purse bid fight. But yeah, that's what I don't understand is Frank won the purse bid for it. Hardly any promotional content gone behind it, even on you know Frank Warren's Instagram and the Queensby boxing Instagram, there wasn't pushing it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, well, I completely
0: yeah. forgot the fight was happening
1: until Thursday. I mean, on the um, the perspiration point of view, you know, for the fighter, he's guaranteed his money, isn't he? So, exactly. So, why are you pushing so, it? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. No, no, it kind of makes sense to me you now. As <laughs> why he would kind of go down that route. Yeah, no, that might work for him. So yeah, yeah. Let's be true. honest. You know, you, yeah, let's be honest. In the box world, people earning money like the Joshuas, the Aj's, the Canelos is you know, very, very, very rare.
0: Yeah, <laughs> very rare. Like, what well, you think? You know, we've we've had Brad Pauls on the show. He has to work. Linus, um, you know, he still does PT in, and he's going for a British title. And, you know, they're two guys at Fight and Sky Sports. We've had Richard Towers on talking about how we didn't have money for food at times. No, it's not,
1: not everyone's on AJ and Fury money, are they? Oh, no. And, you know, it's very rare. probably on more sad States, really, you know. Um, but, yeah, over here, I think <laughs> here it's gone, really, isn't it? But, yeah, we, we had that great period. Early 2000s to late two thousand. Well, sorry, sorry, I've got no early 2010s. Yeah, so you gross. know, I mean, the fights were big, the The money they were getting paid was unbelievable. For you know, not, let's be honest, not the best fights, right? Um, no, but, we, but the, we the, have... the fights were looked after, the fights were looked after, and that, um, and I've, I think that shift to that happening in the UK has maybe shifted back to the states now. Um, well, I know I'm going off on a different tantrum here, but um, the fact that US fighters won't come over anymore is a lot to say about our boxing and our judges and our whole system, really. Yeah. So, but that's a different conversation, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's just just, yeah, just bizarre that, you know, Frank spent all that money on a purse bid didn't push it. I don't understand. Like... It's
1: just weird, isn't it? Because, I mean, like, it seems that he's doing a lot of stuff in America alongside Bob Arum, and he has done the past few years especially before the pandemic. And, um, yeah, I'm surprised he's not kind of... Well, not that I don't know, he might be at it, stuck at it, but kind of working as a co... I do a co-promoter, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh,
0: well, I just... Because the reason why I'm bringing up, you know, the lack of attendance in the audience, the crap viewing figures, is because BT Sports is a business, right? Everyone who has a subscription, they pay... To watch bt sport their whole business model runs on you tuning in to watch their content if you aren't watching their content and they're paying someone a lot of money to bring content to their platform they're going to drop it that's how business works something makes you money brilliant if it doesn't make you money it's not an asset it's a liability get rid and as boxing fans i want people to be in the audience i want big viewing uh, figures because at the moment that you know there's two sides of the coin it says too many places to watch boxing i need to pay all this money out every month just to watch one sport and the other side of it is we're getting more content we're getting more fights more stuff for us to talk about more stuff uh, to watch on different platforms equals more competition which means better content and better
1: fights it's a difficult so, one isn't it Luke? because um you know th- a year ago, me, you, and Scott were sat on this podcast saying that the zone is going to be the answer. to yeah. it. And it's clearly, it's not happened, is it? No. You know, it's, it's not. good, but it's not happened yet. Um, and it could happen. Um, you yeah, know, plenty of things could happen. But um, yeah, it's not been the case, is it? We were all, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Then it's gone up. It's gone up in price, and then they're bringing in pay per view. And I mean, I, I just don't think it's going to that's another problem. That's another... Going back to the UFC thing, you know, is easy to watch. You know where it's going to be. It's on one programme yeah. in the UK, especially. It's always going to be on BT. You won't get anywhere else. And the it's is- watched Bellator, which is free on BBC, which is a good promotion. But, um... I know people say they're different organisations, but one of them is clearly doing a better job of providing, um... views for, their, for the fans of the sport, really. Yeah, I think it's so right, doing but... That.
0: The zone uh, and Sky and Channel 5 now have linked to Wasserman. Awesome if their competition's doing shit, they don't have to do much better to get you to tune in. That, you know, if, on, on that note, if on they're that note, here Luke, and you're there, you're never going to get to hear
1: if your competition's down here. On that note, though, Luke, um, who, what. Which channel, which platform have you enjoyed watching boxing on most in the past, let's say, 18 months? Honestly, the zone. I think Sky. I've now, enjoyed more nights on Sky than I have. And that's just personal preference, the fights I have on, but I genuinely have preferred. Um, I, I think the the cards are better. I think they're entertaining. Maybe that's because I'm more a bit more of a boxing purist, and I know the fighters on there, and I have a lot more interest in. them. Um, I couldn't speak for it'd be interesting to get a view of someone who's someone like yeah, someone like um, Jamie, the guy who runs hitting the hitting the areas. I think that's his name. Yeah, it'd be interesting to get his you know, someone like his view. You know, what um, who's you know, where would you go to to watch boxing? I mean, sure. I would go to Sky. I'm thinking about price, and I'm thinking about the quality of content.
0: So for me, I have enjoyed the de- Sky stuff. I'm not going to slate it at all, right? Other than the fact, that the cards have been shite. And let's face it, ninety percent of the money has been going on the main events of them because they don't have much depth in their stable. So they're focusing on the top tier, and they will focus on the middle and. The and they've had two
1: years, and they've had two years to catch up, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But main events wise. I, I don't really think you can argue that Sky have been putting on some cracking main events. Yeah. But to zone as someone who will sit down and watch the first fight to the last fight, it's that's been better for me. But
1: it's, to be fair, Luke, you're probably right there, because I probably wouldn't do that. So yeah. Yeah, you know, you yeah, fair play. That's probably a very good point. Um on that note again, just another not digging into with the UFC thing, but um I you know every UFC undercard is brilliant. Yeah, they are. Do you know what I mean? And, and, yeah, from, and I mean that is from just the ridiculous. from the Facebook prelims to the main event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you know, um, from the free well, the pre the free prelims are uh, fantastic fights that um but, you know, all right, you look, you look, if someone listens to this could watch UFC fights, probably like, that was boring as far, but I'm talking, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a very good card. Um, and I just think, oh, I really think boxing could take, learn a lot from it. And instead of matching up, a, the thing you have a lot with boxing is, oh, we need to, we got this young guy, we need to be careful with him. You don't get that in UFC. That's probably because of money, though. Yeah, I, you think know,
0: also, I also think that's because of the fans, though. So, I'm going to use Joshua as an example right? because let's face it he is the biggest star in British boxing probably one of the biggest stars in world boxing
1: I don't think he's the biggest star in British boxing right now but anyway that's
0: a different argument
1: Ah, but you're proving
0: my point he was undoubtedly was he's had two losses right and now that's it he's washed up he's shit people don't hang on a minute no
1: I mean I, I think you know yeah okay you're right Casually was, but yeah, you know, I, think, ca- I, think we, I think we all knew from a purist point of view that it wasn't <laughs> the most skilled boxer. Well, we, we it never knew was it was only a you know, of time. But yeah.
0: in the UFC, for instance, you look at, you know, there's fighters in the UFC with nine losses on their record fighting for
1: a world title. For, for example, look at George Masvidal, right? He lost 15 fights and he had this random resurgence a couple yeah. of years ago, three, four years ago. He got three knockouts, he beat the fuck out of Nick Diaz, which is not a lot of people do that. I know no. he's a lot sort of fights out there, but it's very really difficult to do. Um, and he, he 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 talked his way into two fought his way into two title shots. And this was a guy who's a journeyman. Yeah, and and that's I, exciting. But I just don't my, my, the only person I can look at in boxing that's sort of done that recently is Kiko Martinez, maybe. And he's yeah. for no and he's no way a journeyman. No. Like my,
0: like, like Masvidal was. Uh, that was that was a smooth transition, Rob. That was smooth. Anyone to think that was planned, mate? I actually <laughs> did but I, actually planned that, I know,
1: it? but I'm just a fighting purist <laughs> in a blazer. But
0: <laughs> and I fucking trust them. Like, they tinking it, any turn. <laughs> but yeah, um, might as well talk about it then. Josh Warren yeah, Kid, Kid Galahad. I mean, they've already fought,
1: haven't they? Yeah,
0: um, now. Is this a gift or a curse? Because last time Eddie
1: brought him over an easy fucking fight, he got battered. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Kiko Martinez is not an easy fight. Um, is Warrington coming up?
0: No, no, same way. He's fighting
1: for the belt he
0: gave up to try chase other belts. So basically, the past two and a half years, yes. his life has
1: just been a waste. Well, I kind of think he gave up the IBF because he didn't want to rematch Kid Galahad. If I'm being honest, but um, yeah, so do I. Um, but yeah, um, I, no, I think it's a very difficult fight with Josh Warren. And I really do. Um, and I, I mean, that's coming from. I'm not basing it on the fact Kiko Martinez beat Kid Galahad because Kid Galahad is very good, but I don't think he was ever going to be anywhere near as big as some fighters we've seen in that division. Um, the reason I think Martinez is going to win is because I've seen him fight the likes of Frampton and Quigg and really compete with them. Well, um, and all right, that was quite a while ago, but you can't forget them fights. And he, he's He'll be going in there as, for some reason, an underdog. And I don't know why.
0: <laughs> but when, when he fought Frampton the first time, Frampton beat him easy.
1: When he fought Frampton the second time, that was a tough, tough fight. That was... A, that was Apart from Frampton's losses, that was a... But then, I don't know I I'll say that, Warrington convinced he beat Frampton, didn't he, really? He did, but... Which I couldn't believe, but... I yeah. couldn't believe it either. That, that's another thing I want to talk about, right? So,
0: you say about uh, Masvidal had, like, you know, Indian summer to his career kind of thing. Do you think Warrenton's peaked and dropped off? Like... You think oh, about that, it when he went know, on that road yeah, where he beat yeah. he beat Selby, he beat Frampton. That like eighteen month period, he looked unbeatable.
1: He did, didn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, for me, the big, the big one was when he beat Frampton because I thought, I don't know if we're doing podcast, yet, but I was my view was there's no way he's going to beat Frampton. Um, obviously, Frampton are not finished but you know you can't take things away from Warrington, can you? Um, but, I don't know, I mean, I have I think we've seen him, it's just him two Lara fights, he, he just didn't look up to that level. Do
0: you no. know what I mean?
1: I know Lara was a bit of an unknown, but after the first fight, you know, you kind of, whoa, he's... Well, I mean, the just, second fight, the second fight he didn't even, he, he, he's very interesting, isn't he, Barton? I mean, because we didn't really see a lot of him before... Before he won the title, I mean, all right, he was he was there and there, he was there and thereabouts, really. But we, it was very difficult to judge fights at world level standard, if you know what I mean. Yeah, from well, what he had before he won the, know, the belt,
0: Walt Warrington, you know, he he was a small ball fighter that got to a world title, which is brilliant.
1: But no, no, to... no, sorry, man, I'm just sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, that's one thing I will say about Warrington. You know, he was a kid who made, yeah, you know, he he was turning up at shows, weren't he? And yeah, jumping he on under cards, you know, oh, we need a fight, jump on, winning fights. And, and, and he rode his stars, didn't he? Rode his stars and got where he was. And fair, fair play to him. Yeah, really so fair play to him for that.
0: If people missed it, um, if you've got the Zone app or your subscriber, just search Lara and you can watch his last fight. It was a couple of weeks ago. And Eddie Hearn said in an in, interview after that fight, what on earth was I thinking bringing him over here to fight Josh Warren and he's the heaviest hitting like person in that division.
1: And I mean, we've not seen people hit like that since Prince of the Sea. No, we haven't. I'll stick by that. We, we haven't, I mean, because quick, they didn't hit that hard. No, but... Um, you
0: know. With Kiko, you know, we go back to that fight with Kid Galahad. Kid Galahad rocked him several times. Uh, and I, I remember we was talking, watching it, going, fuck, that's going to be over in, like, a round. Yeah. But he bit down on his gum shield, he got through it, and cleaned him out.
1: And I, I really think that's just, like, that's one thing Warren's really got to... You know, Warren has been in big fights, is not he? But um, not the same amount and the same maturity as Kiko Martinez has been. Yeah, Kiko... Mar- I don't really know how to explain it, really, but Kiko no, Martinez, he's seasoned, do you know what I'm saying? He's well-seasoned, he's seasoned, isn't he? But the thing is, yeah. that, I mean, he's been knocked down by a by a prime Frampton, got back up and knocked in. That, that doesn't happen a lot, you know. But no. <laughs> so you think so? Josh
0: Warren, and let's face it, like he is probably still going to have a bit of mental hangover from the fight with Lara because. You know, he never closed a chapter on Mm -hmm. it, did he? So let's face it, he is not going to be mentally over that. Right. Now, if you're going in there with someone like Kiko Martinez, who cleaned out Kid Galahad with two punches and you beat the shit out of him, well, he beat the shit out of you for 12 rounds and you got the decision somehow, that's,
1: you know. I don't know. I, I mean, look, obviously, obviously I want mean, Kiko but... Martinez, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I think Kiko Martinez, that was his career highlight, that last one against King Llan. I really do. All right, he's been a world champion before, but that was his highlight of his career. Yeah, of course was, it That was. was huge. The age, you, I, mean, I think, you, was he the oldest world champion? One of them? Yes. I, f- I think he's the. A... Or is it, there was some stat, he was one of the oldest people to come back and regain a world title. Um and PFR I mean... And, and, uh, George Foreman,
0: in that weight category, I think he yeah. is the oldest in history.
1: Yeah, but he's like... But he lo- He looks good. He looks good. Do you know what I mean? That's. I, I think it's a very difficult fight for Warrington.
0: I, I do as well. That's what I'm trying to get across. So, you know, Kiko is, is 36 years old. Josh is only a couple of years younger. And he's coming off the back of a big win. Is gonna be absolutely flying and he's gonna think well do you know what this is this is my last hoorah so to speak and think like you know if he beats josh warren one more fight how much money is there gonna be on the table for him
1: loads oh yeah oh yeah he'll, he'll, he'll fight again if he beats warren will fight again <laughs> But yeah, because I, I can imagine he's been very underpaid for his stock <laughs> you know the past ten years. Of course he is. Yeah, I really can imagine you know, yeah, I can imagine that. I can imagine Quig, the lots of quigs around a lot more than him when they probably shouldn't have been. No, but Kiko Martinez,
0: you know, I was talking about it earlier, is that half see someone with nine losses on the record. He fought for a world title with 10 losses on this record. Yeah. But yeah, he's lost fights, but
1: yeah. You know, he lost it's against few... Self Barrett, which... Let's look at, let's look at the great suits. Um Chavez Senior. How many fights did he lose? Loads. Sugar Ray Robinson. How many Loads. fights did he lose? Um, Muhammad Robert, Ali. R- Roberto Duran. Probably the hardest hitter of all time. Yeah. Pound for pound. He lost of fights. You know, it's all right, these are probably fought a lot later than they should have been. Boston's become a bit more, for example, Tarso Fury and Anthony Joshua 50 years ago, instead of having, how many fights they had? Probably around 30 each, haven't they? Yeah. You know, they would have had 50. If it was 50 years ago, they would have had 50 fights by now. And they would have both lost three or four, five or six. You know. um,
0: Well, you know what, a lot of people don't realise as well, like you're talking about old school records. Kiko's got an old school record. He has, yeah, he has. right, yeah. Four, 43 wins, 30 knockouts, 10 losses, yeah. 2 draws. That's a, you know, when you were talking about his seasoning earlier, that's a lot of seasoning.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of these great fighters, you know, I think, let's back years ago, the only one who didn't lose was Rocky Marciano. And he could hit like a fucking truck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he could take it, he could probably get run by a train and be all right. But, um, yeah, but, you know, people, you know, they were more weathered, more seasoned fighters back then, weren't they? And I think they genuinely did hit hard about that. I really do. I know the, um, sorry, I'm going off a different tangent here, but um, I know the physical aspects of it now and fitness is a lot better. But they were a different breed of people back then, weren't they? There was. And, and Kiko's one of the you know, last few of the
0: old school. Yeah. I think people are, they're underappreciating that. Like, people are assuming because Josh has beaten once it's a given and yeah nine times out of ten rematches do go the same way as the first this yes it's a rematch but there's been it's very, big,
1: different, circumstances, very yeah, different circumstances there's been
0: years in between new fights that yeah there's just as much extra wear and tear and one, and and one of them's
1: got, one of them's gone gone up and one's gone down one's yes, yeah, sort of gone down I guess yeah well by the past two fights yeah definitely
0: yeah, he will. He's gone down, is not he?
1: You can't...
0: You can't say Josh Warrington's still on the up. Like, I would love him to beat Kiko Martinez. I'd love to see him be a world champion again. And I,
1: uh, I do want to see... I think he'll do I it, but I don't Warren, it's going to be easy. I compare Warrington a bit to... A bit like Anthony Croner. I got yes. to the top one I can't fight. And, and it's brilliant for him. A fair play to both of them. But that was that was it, you know. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, there are fighters out there who uh, probably come from tougher backgrounds, probably a bit more nitty gritty. Lara, for example, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, um and there's just well, that's what i was saying, isn't it? There's always somewhere out there. It's, and it's art, a lot right? hot, bigger and on, yeah. Yeah, the
0: thing is, I know people might be listening to this, thinking, "What the fuck are you guys trying to say? You're rabbiting on." it's not going to be as easy as the bookies are telling you it's going to be. Exactly, yeah,
1: yeah. As I mean, far as a betting man, do not put a uh, knockout with it. Uh, no. Or in if, the early rounds, at least. Don't, don't do
0: know, that. I, I think if and comes through this fight, he does deserve the respect, basically. Um 100%, yeah. And we've had to go on about it because it's so easy just to make a statement and then... Next week on or Monday, or wherever we record the next podcast, oh, well, you know, we thought it was going to be easy, but you know, we got beat. Or well, we told I don't, you I, don't, I, going ju- to I be just easy. think, I just
1: think that I think the British media and the British, um, the British promoters are very quick to write someone off, as we've seen plenty of times. Yeah, and the British media, especially, yeah. You know,
0: if, um, we, if we come in here on Monday, or I mean, Tuesday the, yeah, and we're saying, oh, it was easy work for Josh, we knew it was going to be easy. No, we didn't. We didn't, and Rob's right. The media aren't giving him any credit, are they?
1: Well, the media, well, they never really do, over it. I mean, let's be honest. Remember when you sit back to Joshua over twelve rounds, and they went, "Oh yeah, but Joshua can come back because you six not a very good ball. So are you joking? <laughs> like, uh, and that is, oh, I just don't, I, I don't get the British media. So- um. We we need the old lots of Birch sugars back. They're good. He was yeah. brilliant, weren't he? <laughs> but um, Ebony Bridges fighting
0: for a world title fight. Yeah,
1: she for a, I mean, Man, she's what? in a tough fight. She, she's in a very tough fight, but she's really done. Um, talk about PR wise, etc. I mean, I don't think she's going back to Australia anytime soon, is she? No, she's she, built up she's, a big following over her.
0: She's linked up with Mark Tibbs, hasn't she? And yeah, I I don't
1: know. I just think. I just kind of think for her over here, especially not financially, he's probably a bit better as well. And the fights he's going to get over here are probably better because look, Australia's not got a big boxing market. I know no, it has not. I, I, I know Cambosis is the champion, but they're struggling to get... Right, sorry, take the Ukraine war out of that before I say this, but they were struggling to get Lomonchenko there for a fight. Um yeah. You know, obviously that's not going to happen because of what's going on in the Ukraine right now. But... Um, it's Australia's not a big draw for boxing. No,
0: and you know Ebony Bridges. She's she's basically a Leeds girl now, isn't she?
1: Like she she's always got a Leeds kit on. Unfortunately, she supports Leeds United. Yeah, but, um, yeah, but <laughs> Luke's a Town fan, by the way. So um, <laughs> that's why that's why he doesn't like like Leeds. But. but
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think it's a tough fight for her, and like I say, she's. Brilliant PR work like the zone, and yeah. and matchroom that releases stuff on YouTube. Of her and uh, Mark went to a fucking pie and mash shop and he tried making her eat jelly and eels. And yeah, I saw that actually. It was well, quite I don't that, you know, uh,
1: fucking disgusting jelly. eels. Sort of. <laughs> I'm so, not a cop, pro- the cockney don't eat jelly and eels. No, well, well, I'm not well, I'm not a cop, sort of, so <laughs> from London that'll do, but yeah, yeah um,
0: yeah, I, I think. I think it's going to be quite a good uh, weekend of boxing. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's got potential actually to be really good. Um, there's a lot of good thoughts on the
1: undercards. Maxi um, Hughes
0: is on. I, I rate Maxi Hughes. I yeah, do I like really it, yeah. like him. Um, yeah, Dalton Smith. That's a decent fight as well. But yeah, it's a very good fight. It's. Let's face it, it's all about the main event, isn't it? It's all Look,
1: about... It, uh, do, when that fight got announced, I was really excited because... Um, I don't know, Kika Martinez just brings memories back of my teenage years, watching him fight. I don't have teenage years, let's say my early 20s of um, him fighting Frampton, Scott King. As I've said before, Frampton's my favourite fighter, so I've seen a lot of Kika Martinez. And, you know, I really, he, um, I really hope he gets the job done, really. It's a bit like if you watch Manny Pacquiao fight someone else. Like when he fought Keith Thurman, for example, you wanted him to do well, even though you really like Keith Thurman. you think Furman's yeah. Thurman's great. You wanted Pacquiao to do well and win the fight. I was bloody shot what he did. So I'm hoping for the same sort of result this weekend, actually. <laughs> so so and yeah.
0: one more thing I want to talk about from last weekend. Sonny Edwards. Uh, yeah. What what can you say? He he deserves to be in conversations for pound for pound, one of the best from this country yeah. at the moment. It's just it's a shame he's a bit of a, a loud mouth on social media and turns a lot of people off. Personally, I think he's hilarious. He's just... He's mustard, man. He's yeah, he's, yeah mustard. he's very good,
1: isn't he? He's, he's brilliant. He's actually brilliant, but um, it's... Yeah, it's weird. I watched some characters isn't it. Some people take some characters and it's all about play our team, I guess. But, um... Nah, if he's been himself in the media, fair fucking play to him. Yeah, but he... I think it does play up to it a little bit
0: and I, I don't think it's working very well for his image in terms of, you know, media coverage. But... If you just look at his boxing ability, man, look—he's good. Yeah, he's had three yeah, he's... back-to-back world title fights, gone twelve rounds, and out of them thirty-six rounds, I reckon he's lost two. Like, yeah,
1: that's unheard of. Yeah, no, he's—he he is very, very, and um, yeah, it's—you kind of know the result when you turn him on, don't you? Do you, know I mean? you,
0: you do, but you are still engrossed because it it's Yeah, because like,
1: it's good, yeah. It's like watching poetry in motion. Like the guy is amazing. Yeah. And I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a sort of fighter to compare him with, actually. When you turn it on there, the result be you'd still be like, oh bloody I'll watch him because you know, a lot of fighters who well, especially we think great back in the past of um they've never they've not really been favourites, have they?
0: No. But
1: uh, yeah. But yes, uh,
0: just big shout-out to Sonny Edwards. And it's, it's a shame we never see Charlie Edwards anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, he had that... I don't know. I thought it was quite unlucky. Well, that far he got the low blow. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for him, that sort of... Tainted because he, he, he? he moved up, didn't he? After he moved up, didn't he? After that, yeah. And, um, I mean, he, I don't know, I remember watching that. For, I thought he got beat, but it was, a low, blow, it was and, a low blow, and the bloke who threw it was an idiot and lost his whole <laughs> that way. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so I think Charlie Edwards got a bit of bad treatment over that, yeah. I think, yeah, and then he had to, you know. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but I think Josh Taylor, the way he's added to the past few weeks, it's been disgusting, actually. Yeah, it is
0: disgusting, but... You know,
1: um, like, wow, what a what a turnaround in three weeks. Yeah, He but should I'd... be the poster boy, and you can see why he's not now. You, yeah. you can really see what the truth has come out. And But Charlie Edwards never, never, ever sort of went down that route, if you know what I mean. He went up weight, and he was, I can't make the weight anymore. Yeah, and, and you think, like, Sonny...
0: I don't know uh, it's a shame you know it's a challenge like i said because uh, i i really like charlie edwards i think you know he always came across as a top geezer didn't he and you know he yeah. was a, he was a room poster boy for a bit Sonny doesn't seem to be getting that attention obviously Sonny's with frank he's not the eddie so you know he's not going to be the poster boy when frank's got tyson fury but
1: yeah, but yeah. I don't know. That'll change soon, won't it? Because, oh, um, hopefully,
0: because you know, look, if, if well, people like this this start banging the drum for Sunny Edwards, other people might start listening. And yeah, but I just have to get it out there.
1: I just think. i you know, yeah, well, yeah. No, you're right, Luke. And he is. It's good that you brought that up. Actually, Um yeah, There's a lot of um, a lot of these fighters we're talking about now ain't, aren't going to be about for long. No, it's a short so career. So the likes of you know, Sunny Edwards, etc., the, the up and coming ones. Really, no, he is still relevantly young, isn't he? He is um, young, yeah. But
0: you know, we've got we've got to get behind them and you know buy tickets to their shows. Tune in. You know, if it's free to air on TV or free to air, but you know, it's on BT, it's not pay per view. Tune in if you're a boxing fan, tune in because bigger viewing figures, bums on seats, ticket sales, it means these guys earn more money and we get to see the bigger fights and yeah. You got listen say. to subcuts sub more. Exactly. So there you go. Get to listen to yeah. us. But yeah, I just I just wanted to uh basically bring up Sonny Edwards because you know obviously this podcast is called Sunny Side Up this week because it's spring, the sun's coming out, and Sonny Edwards put a smile on my face. So fuck it, Sunny Side
1: Up. Yeah, the the weather caught caught me out today, actually. Uh, put a yeah. roll neck on the blazer and I've spent the day sweating at work. Sorry, I have to for that. But. I hope, I hope <laughs>
0: Scott's got Factor 50 on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, before we wrap this up, let's go through the card on Saturday, right? Okay, right. Yeah, go on.
1: Right.
0: Kiko, Martinez, Josh, who are you backing? I am going to go Kiko Martinez.
1: I, I'm going to go Boy, Josh. I'm going to go by decision. Are you? Make it happen, I just want to be controversial, but <laughs> no, I'm i no if I if I'm being honest, I think Josh Warrington by a decision purely because it's in the UK, if I'm being honest. I think but, you'll get the the rub of the green, as they call it. Um But you're but, back
0: you're back in I, Kiko.
1: Oh I want Kiko to win. I want Kiko to come on, do it for the uh, do it for the old blokes. All
0: right, so I'm back in Josh. Um Maxi Huge or Ryan Walsh? Hughes really, yeah, why yeah. mm. He is the favorite to win, but tonight I just think you know, Ryan Walsh and Max Hughes got similar records. You know, one's got three losses, one's got five losses.
1: That's a cocktail for a great fight, it <laughs> is because none of them want another loss on their record, <laughs> exactly. Well, d- well d- a thought like that is yeah, you know, who's gonna take the next step, isn't it Um in a way, you know, when Jules fought the bar, right? Yeah, you know, who's gonna take that next step up? Um but it's yes.
0: it's apparently for a world title, not the IBO. No thanks, fuck it's off.
1: Brilliant, yeah.
0: Yeah, what what they're doing, charged them five percent each for some bullshit belt. That's how I played soggy biscuit for a Freddo, isn't it? <laughs> it is a bit of shit, isn't it? But yeah, I'm backing Ryan Walsh. I think we're both can be back in Ebony Bridges, aren't we? Yeah,
1: yeah, she's, um, well, I don't know, she's a Leeds fan, who's she fighting? Uh, Maria Roman. Yeah, I'm going for Maria Roman. It's she a doesn't, tough fight. Because she doesn't support Leeds, so I'm going for Maria. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon, um, there's
0: no point really doing the other ones, which, cause, you know, it's TBA, TBA, TBA. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Dalton Smith, um, I think he's going to win his fight as well. Yeah, so I like Dalton Smith. You know, he's he's mustard, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, well,
0: very it, interesting one to watch. It's not often you see a super lightweight with seven knockouts in nine fights. <laughs> he's a beast. He's a beast. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I need to have a look at the record of who he's fought, actually, because... Um, is he basically fighting seven of me? <laughs> He'd easily knock out, but, you know. <laughs> At the no, same no, time. No, you know, do you know what I mean? He's like, probably, you know, oh, know yeah, i joker, joke He's it probably a fucking brilliant fighter, isn't it? Yeah, but it's it's a tough one. Isn't it? Obviously, we
0: don't want to prolong the podcast and people tune out getting bored or anything, but uh, when you are a top-level amateur and you turn over, do you need to fight nine Latvian bin men? You don't, dear. Do
1: well, that's what we've been saying all night about boxing UFC and the difference. Do you know what yeah, I mean? But like the prelims in UFC would never be that. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you kind of you're fighting someone at your same level to get to the next level, and if you lose, you do it again. <laughs> you know, it's a Dalton Smith from his
0: fifth fighters as fought live opponents were winning records, but you know his first couple was just terrible records, but.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. Boxing is... It's, it's not it's boxing. Still... Works, it? Listen, not, given, boxing's a fucking a fantastic sport. Yeah, In you... my eyes, in my eyes, you know, I'm a huge football fan. Well, no, I'm a huge Watford fan. I'm not a huge football fan. I'm a huge Watford fan. But um, I pay as much attention to worldwide boxing as I do to Watford. Yeah. For example, if Arsenal played Man United, I wouldn't give a shit. If... Um... <laughs> If Huddersfield's if, 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 out. Uh, but if, if, if Brona for someone in the arse said nowhere next week, I'd watch it because um, I would like to see Broner get beat. Boxing is a fantastic sport um, <laughs> yeah. and it throws up a lot more surprises than football does. Um, I just happen to love Watford, but um, <laughs> that's more in the blood. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, Boston's a great sport. You know, I, I just feel they could learn a lot from UFC. I yeah. really do. In the current times, I and mean, all right, they run differently, but I just feel, this is, especially people like Bob Arum, I mean, he's a fucking dinosaur, isn't he? Um, he can learn a lot more. He is the dinosaur.
0: But he also yeah. put on some of the biggest fights in history. Well, yeah, I know, but...
1: That was a long time right, ago. It's time not 1942 change. anymore, is it? Um no. It's sort on of Jersey, Joe Wolcott yeah. you know. I'm joking. No, but no, you know, right, bloody, well, the best cards of all time, didn't they? Yeah, he did. But, um, but, you know, sorry. Well, no, I don't know. He put all three great fights of Wilder Fury, didn't he? He did. Sorry deny that, but, um, you know, I just think a lot of boxing players, they have a lot of work to do. Eddie Hearn as well. Yeah. He puts, on a, lot of, he puts on a lot of shit on. So, you know. Yeah, let's let's get let's get the best of the best. If at eighteen years old, the best people at age eighteen fight each other, instead of this, let's plan a route for them. Yeah, I think
0: uh, I think it's it's such a, a odd part of boxing. That's why I brought it up. So, like, you see, it's instance, not a good part of boxing, though. It's not no, a good but, part of boxing. But you look at like Josh Warrington, for instance, right? He turned over on the small hall shows, um, just. Like many other fighters have, and he would have thought people were losing records because he didn't have Olympic funding for years in the best training facilities with some of the best coaches in the world, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So they they need that, they need them easier fights, you know, learn the ropes and everything. Yeah, when you've been through the GB setup, I don't think you need that. Um, yeah, and I think they I mean, I mean, quicker. I mean, for
1: example, I don't know, Lawrence Coley is just, I mean, I've never wanted to shoot him for a fight no it's boring to watch but it's not even the fact just the opponent is just shit and it's not a shit division either no you know, it's just a boring you know match them up it's just we said they, they picked a route they picked a route and it's and it's a boring route but I don't know just for some reason people ought to be humble and have a fucking wank over it but I don't know I'll leave that to them other people sorry about the bird yeah. <laughs> Right, any, any closing thoughts? Uh, not after that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, up the Watford and that's it, basically.
0: All <laughs> right, wicked. Right, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, this will be a fun one to edit. See you later. <laughs> Welcome back to the Haircuts and Upcuts podcast with me and Robbie Rob. We had a busy weekend at more fights on this weekend Ooh. than we've had in a long long time and not gonna lie we didn't get to watch all of them we're you know we can't watch four different fight cards on at the same time but we did our best
1: Ooh. and uh do you want to start with the ufc rob yeah great weekend as um well it's kind of becoming a repetitive thing with the ufc isn't it good weekend all round. um um, Paddy the baddie, what do you reckon? <laughs> Mate, when he was in the in-betweeners saying he
0: was out in Thailand knocking everyone out and now to bring in uh, some Cambodians, he wasn't lying.
1: Yeah, I mean he's um you know, he's got it all in he. Um will he be as big as Conor McGregor? I don't think so, but what a character he is. Um, I think also, he's the next Conor McGregor. Maybe. Maybe. I think he's all a skill set, maybe ain't as good, but McGregor was managed well, weren't he? To get to the top, um, yeah, of course he was. But I mean, for me, the big stand-up performer of the night was um, Tom Aspinall. No, fantastic for him. Um, oh, just all of the results were great, weren't they? Um, it was a clean sweep for the for the English or English Scottish scousers. Scousers, um, depending hey, on what camp. The, the body, the, the, the body. The, depending on what camp you're in, or English or you are. You know, i let the scousers decide that. Fair play, um, but yeah, great, great all round in the UFC, um, and it seems to be, you know, every week we're getting good fights from the UFC now, and um, yeah, I think Boston could could step its game up a little bit.
0: Yeah, it, it could do. Although we had, we had some uh, some decent fights, fight of the year, not that long ago, it was already for me fight of the year, um, conan Wood. It's just a shame we don't get that every weekend. And the UFC does seem to be
1: delivering more often than not, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think that's... Um, yeah, it is a completely different organisation, isn't it? Um, there's only one bail. They rarely do interim fights. Um, and I just hope it stays that way, because I think if boxing was always like that, you know, going back to the ye old days, and um, it was a huge... A bigger sport back then is now. Oh, of course it was. Jesus yeah, Christ. Well, so, like, you know, I mean, be- the three main sports were... Especially in America, where baseball, horse racing, and boxing—they've all been overtaken now, haven't they? Yeah, but you know, people think eighty thousand
0: people at Wembley is a big numbers, mate. You know, when John L. Sullivan was fighting, there'd be a hundred thousand people in the field watching him. Yeah,
1: right? definitely. You know, yeah. When when
0: James Fig was having fights over at Tring in the field, but you know, Tring is a a little village, in, you know, just outside Buckinghamshire in. On the border of Bucks and Hertfordshire, I think that had like 150,000 people in a field watching a fight.
1: Yeah, um, was it? I think it was Tame, wasn't it? James Figg, for where Yeah, He fought in a... well, he was from Tame,
0: wasn't he? And yeah, but yeah, like obviously, like, we were talking hundreds of years ago, and you know, our, our were, local
1: hero, isn't he? yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, but. Boxing could be like that again. Obviously, you know, it's watched by millions around the world and stuff. And it was at the time, there was no such thing as TV. But uh, Conlon Wood, if they have a rematch, that would sell out Wembley. Tyson Fury against anyone sells out Wembley. AJ against anyone sells out Wembley. I think that's where it's
1: got to change, Luke, in my eyes. You know, it shouldn't be like... V81 V81. It should be the best fight in the best and that's why yeah. we get the best. Uh, you know, the other week, um, Gilbert well last week they announced Gilbert Burns versus um Chimenev. Uh, Chimenev's a young Swedish, Dagestani and he's just ragdolled everyone since he's come in. He's fighting Gilbert Burns, yeah. In good. what he's not, you he's, saw like And that's, I mean, Gilbert Burns fought for a title, two fights ago. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And do you deliver these? Yeah, they deliver him every week. um Every week, every month, you know, when be it, you know, every event is a good one. Um, a lot of boxing events are good, but again, there's, yeah, you know, um, I mean, you know, Tyson Fury v Dylan White for me is not as exciting as Colby Covington v George Masvidal when that happened. And that wasn't even a title fight. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's... They're just good fights consistently being wheeled out here by the UFC. Um, I'm a big advocate of UFC, and I'm a big advocate of boxing. But um, yeah. I think boxing could do a bit more. I think boxing could learn a lot more now, especially the fact in America, I think numbers-wise it is, UFC's just about taking over now, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it has done, uh, I believe. But they're run so different. And I think that Eddie Hearn going over to the zone I think he was hoping he could kind of monopolize the market because he he says that he admires Dana White. What Dana White's done, and as much as I know, there's people out there that don't want to see Eddie Hearn get to that kind of level because they dislike him, whatever. I I kind of think it needs to happen Uh, if we want the sport of boxing to grow. Like we are advocates of the Bin the Belts campaign here. Like boxing's great. Hundred percent. Jack Catterall, uh, Josh Taylor. I know he's done. You know, so we're not going to talk about it too much, but for a lot of the people that are new to listening to this podcast, you know, they might be new to boxing and they're here to try, like, you know, get a bit more inside information on like our knowledge or our opinions, so they can form, their own off of the back of them, but undisputed fights do not come around often. It's like once in a lifetime in a weight category. Now, He's never going to have a chance to fight for all four marbles again. And if he does, he's the luckiest boxer on the planet. If there was only one belt and one belt only, he gets robbed. Josh Taylor moves up a weight category. He is then the champ. If he has a, uh, a mandatory fight again, so, you know, Jack Cattley against whoever else for that title, because, you know, it's, he should have won it. Then There's no bullshit then, is there? But the problem is, too many belts, too much bullshit, and it waters down fights where you've got people like Chris Eubank Jr. walking around with an IBO belt calling themselves a world champion.
1: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, um, yeah, it's a good point, you just made right at the very end there, um, because he's you know, no, he's not what a fight anywhere near, well, caliber level, or right, James DeGale, but you know, that wasn't a James Gale at the top of his game, was it? Um, but yeah, you're right, you know... Um, too many, but um, you know the fact is, undisputed fights should be happening every week, but they're not. No, you know, um if it, you know, I'm, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for there being a lot of belts. If you have undisputed fights, but that's not, doesn't seem to happen, does it? No, um, yeah, but then interim, I don't know how you get rid regular of regular fucking. It's too, just yeah. too much bullshit. I'm, sure, WBA... I'm not sure how you kind of. I, I think boxing's in such deep trouble in that sense. I was in trouble from. Viewers and the public watching it because it, you know, especially in the UK. The UK is bigger than UFC, definitely. No doubt about it, and probably in a lot of Europe. But um, how does boxing get itself out of that deep, deep trouble they're in with all these sanctioning bodies? I think they're gonna struggle. Stop paying the fees, then them off. But yeah, but then the you know, the father's probably lose money, right? I, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure like the ins and outs of it that way, but um. It's not, you know, we're not dealing with a couple of sanctioning bodies here. Do you know what I mean? It's um, you know, We're not trying to get rid of one or two. We're trying to get rid of about eight. And, you know, it's going to be difficult, isn't
0: it? Yeah, well, the thing is, like, you know, obviously, you've got WBA, WBC, IBF, and WBO. IBO, I don't even count. No one does. But the WBA have got three, sometimes four, world champions in the same weight category. How do you explain to someone down the pub? Oh, yeah, mate, um, he's um, WBA interim champion. So he's world champion. No, um, but this guy is, he's a super champion. Yeah, but what about that guy? He's got the regular
1: title. Um, I mean, the worst thing about it for me, Link with that, I mean, look, none of us and the general public, boxing public, or even I'd say your general casual fan, if there was someone, for example, say if AJ was walking about now with a WBA interim belt, I don't think a lot of people would consider him the champion. And quite rightly so. But the problem yeah, but, is, these interim belts, etc. I'm just using him as an example, by the way, but these um, these interim belts, et cetera, they, they, they stole big fights happening because yeah. uh, oh, there's always another block in the way of a big fight happening. Um, God, go back years ago, they all fought each other, even in the 90s. And they had, they had all the belts, but they all fought each other. Yeah, um, well, there, there was a big fight on the weekend that's just gone as well. Yeah. Four against Eddie Hall. Yeah, what I mean, I, actual... I actually, I, 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 if I'm being, I wasn't actually that interested in that. Um, I didn't watch it. I didn't really pay much attention to it. Oh, I, I, don't even, it... I don't even know one actually, one, it,
0: I didn't fall one, the mountain, but okay. um, it was, it was the most bizarre fight. I, I watched the highlights and it, oh, it
1: was awful. But I mean, I can just imagine. I mean, you know, right? In their respective fields, they're the best in the world, right? But um, oh yeah, I can just imagine it was like two bouncers punching at each other. Uh,
0: do you know? For credit to him, he, he actually had much better boxing ability and technique than Eddie. I mean,
1: did. I'm all right in saying that it was the heaviest weighing fight in bo- in in boxing history. Yeah, over six. So the where they both came in on the scales, it was the heaviest ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. I mean, it didn't interest me. I'm not going to lie. No. <laughs> it, I didn't really show much. Fair play to him, you know. Anyone who gets in the ring, put the gloves on. You can't, um, can't criticise them, can you?
0: No, but you know, we had Frank had a show on on Saturday as well. I I don't know what happened. There was no one there.
1: Like, what the? F- like, there was more empty seats than seats being occupied. I mean, he seems to put on better shows in America. But you know, is that because of the support back in the Bob Arum? It, I mean. It, it's got to be, isn't it? Um, I think he had a decent card, like on the like
0: the surface of it. Like it was very much you could put a tenner on red corner and every fight, and you'd win forty pence back. It yeah. was there was quite one sided fights. Jez Smith had gone up at a weight, and he got beat. Unfortunately, you know we've had his brother Mitchell on, and you know we know Mitchell from outside of the podcast, and you know Mitchell and Jez are good guys, and you know. Jez went up from weight, dead to be great, got beat. No shame in that. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he um,
1: you know, it's unfair fair place to unlucky, you know. he, yeah, he took the risk to the risk. I did learn from that. Yeah, one hundred percent learned from that. Well, it's um, he's stepping back down in weight, you know.
0: I think he's yeah. realized that you know he needs to step down. Um, you know, middle weight's not the weight for him. But David Avenesian was on our shores. No
1: one there. Now. But again, again, Lou, there was no um, No big promotion behind it. Yeah, there all. wasn't at all. Oh. You know, I mean, you to, if you want to watch it, you had to look for it.
0: Yeah, you think David Evanison, let's face it, he is the captain of the Who Needs Him club. No one, no one has defended their European title belt as many times as he has. And all his defenses are knockout wins. Yet he can't sell a ticket for some reason. He's brilliant to watch. He's a beast. And he's the most avoided welterweight on the planet. Yeah. No one wants
1: to fuck with him. You could be right there, actually, Luke. Um, And is that why uh, the two sales aren't coming? Because no one does want to find him. And no one's calling his name, are they? You don't see any welterweight calling his name. Oh, no way. No, you really don't. I've done a bit of a good example actually. I know this sounds a bit silly because there's much money the bloke, earned, but Floyd, however, you know, there was a time where his fights were boring because he just wasn't fighting the people who we wanted to see him fight. Yeah. But, you know, when he, I mean, I a great example, who was, um, was a bloke he fought one of his last fights? A real fight or one of these Mickey Mouse? Fights? His real fights. There's one before he fought McGregor. Last one he done, and um I forget guy's name now. But it was just, you know everyone saying, like, "How has he got this fight?" <laughs> like you know, like, he, he won. He won the, the the Mayweather lottery, as such. I I can't remember who he was fighting. You know what re- about that. Didn't I you? remember yeah. the eleventh round. Uh, Berto. Yeah, it. He
0: told his Dad, thank you, and he loved him. And yeah, was it was, like, was Berto. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was Berto. Yeah. Um, and you know, like Mayweather done that a lot. He fought fighters people didn't want to see him in. Uh, yeah, it's a sort of kind of... Problem. But anyway, that's going running off the subject. But what I'm all about is viewing figures, really. You know, because people wouldn't wake up at four o'clock in the UK to watch them over. They, no, they just wouldn't. It feels, got to a point where they wouldn't, if you know what I mean. I feel sorry for David Avenison,
0: because he wants the big fights. He wants the world title fights. They just don't want to fight him.
1: And Yeah, I mean, but, you know, if you're him, do you do you look at different promoters, right? I, I, I don't know what contracts talks looks like, et cetera. But um, I, if, if you're not getting the fights you want, that's where you maybe need to... Well, Dylan I, think, White. I mean, I'm of the view Dylan White stayed with Matrim for far too long. If he was serious about getting title shot, he stayed for far too long.
0: Well, I don't think David Avenison actually has a promoter. I think he's a bit of a free agent because yeah. he's fought on the Zone shows, he's fought on Frank shows, and that sort of got
1: some purse bids a um, Yeah, and yeah. well, it was a
0: purse bid fight. But yeah, that's what I don't understand is Frank won the purse bid for it. Hardly any promotional content on behind it, even on you know Frank Warren's Instagram and the Queensby Boxing Instagram. There wasn't pushing it. Do you know what I mean? Like well, I completely yeah. forgot the fight was happening until
1: Thursday. I mean, on the um, the purse bid point of view, you know, for the fighter, he's guaranteed his money, isn't he? So exactly. So why I'm pushing so, it? Yeah, no, no, that's what I mean. No, no, it kind of makes sense to me, now. You know. That's why he would kind of go down that route. Yeah. No, that might work for him. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's it's be true. honest, you know, yeah, let's be honest, in the box world, people earning money like the Joshuas, the AJs, the Canelos is you know, very, very, very rare.
0: Yeah, very <laughs> rare. Like, well, you think, you know, we've, we've had Brad Pauls on the show. He has to work. Linus, um, you know, he still does PT in, and he's going for a British title. And, you know, they're two guys at Fight and Sky Sports. We've had Richard Towers on talking about how we didn't have money for food at times.
1: No, it's not. Not everyone's on AJ and Fury money, are they? Oh, no. And, you know, it's very rare. But probably I'm all saying States, really, you know. Um, but, yeah, over here. I think oh, that era's oh. gone, really, isn't oh. it? But, yeah, we, we had that great period. Early two thousands to late two thousand well, sorry, sorry, I've got no early twenty tens. Yeah. So you gross. know, I mean, the fights were big, the the money they were getting paid was unbelievable for you know, not let's be honest, not the best fights, right? Um no, but we, but the, we but the fighters were looked after. The fighters were looked after. And that um and i I think that shift to that happening in the UK has maybe shifted back to the States now. Um well, I know I'm going off on a different tantrum here, but um the fact that US fighters won't come over anymore is a lot to say about our boxing and our judges and our whole system, really. Yeah. So, but that's a different
0: conversation, isn't it? Yeah, it's just just yeah, just bizarre that you know Frank spent all that money on a purse bid and didn't push it. I don't understand. Like...
1: It's it's weird, isn't it? Because I mean, like, it seems that he's doing a lot of stuff in America alongside Bob Aram and he has done the past few years especially before the pandemic. And, um, yeah, I'm surprised he's not kind of... Well, I don't know, he might be at it, stuck at it, but kind of working as a co... I do a co-promoter, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh,
0: well, I just... Because the reason why I'm bringing up, you know, the lack of attendance in the audience, the crap viewing figures, is because BT Sports is a business, right? Everyone who has a subscription, they pay... watch bt sport their whole business model runs on you tuning in to watch their content if you aren't watching their content and they're paying someone a lot of money to bring content to their platform they're gonna drop it that's how business works something makes you money brilliant if it doesn't make you money it's not an asset it's a liability get rid and as boxing fans i want people to be in big viewing uh, figures because at the moment that you know there's two sides of the coin it says too many places to watch boxing i need to pay all this money out every month just to watch one sport and the other side of it is we're getting more content we're getting more fights more stuff for us to talk about more stuff uh, to watch on different platforms equals more competition which means better content and better fights
1: So it's a so, difficult one isn't it Luke? because um you know th- a year ago, me, you, and Scott were sat on this podcast saying that The Zone is going to be the answer to how to we view yeah. it. And it's clearly, it's not happened, is it? No, it's You know, it's, it's not. good, but it's not happened yet. Um, and it could happen. Um, you yeah, know, plenty of things could happen. But, um, yeah, it's not been the case, is it? We were all, this is amazing. Then uh-huh. it's gone up. It's gone up in price, and then and they're bringing in pay-per-view. And, I mean, I, I just don't think it's going to... That's another problem. That's another... Going back to the UFC thing, you know, is easy to watch. You know where it's going to be. It's on one program yeah. in the UK, especially. It's always going to be on BT. You won't get it anywhere else. And the it's at Bellator, it- which is free on BBC, which is a thing- promotion. But um, I know people say they're different organizations, but one of them is clearly doing a better job of providing um, views for, their, for the fans of the sport, really. Yeah, one I think it's clearly so right, doing but- that. The zone and Sky
0: and Channel 5 now because they've linked to Wasserman. If their competitions doing shit, they don't have to do much better to get you to tune in. That you know if, on, on that note, if on they're that note, here Luke, and you're there, you're never gonna get to here if your competition's down here. On that note, though, Luke,
1: um who what which channel, which platform have you enjoyed watching boxing on most in the past, let's say 18 months? Honestly, the zone. I think Sky. I've now, enjoyed more nights on Sky than I have. And that's just personal preference, the fights I have on, but I genuinely have preferred. Um, I, I think the, the cards are better, I think they're entertaining. Maybe that's because I'm more a bit more of a boxing purist, and I know the fighters on there, and I have a lot more interest in them. Um, I couldn't speak. for... It'd be interesting to get the view of someone who's someone like yeah, someone like um, Jamie, the guy who runs hitting the hitting the areas. I think that's his name. Yeah, it'd be interesting to get his you know someone like his view. You know what? Um, who's you know where would you go to to watch boxing? I mean, so, I would go to Sky. <laughs> I'm thinking about price, and I'm thinking about the quality of content.
0: So for me, I have enjoyed cut the Disguise stuff. I'm not going to slate it at all, right? Other than the fact that the cards have been shite. And let's face it, 90% of the money has been going on the main events of them because they don't have much depth in their stable. So they're focusing on the top tier and they will focus on the middle. And, the and, they've, had years, and they've had
1: two years to catch up, really. Yeah. yeah.
0: But main events-wise... I, I don't really think you can argue that Sky have been putting on some cracking main events. Yeah. But the zone as someone who will sit down and watch the first fight to the last fight it's that's been better for me.
1: But it's, to be fair, Luke, you're probably right there because I probably wouldn't do that. So yeah. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Fair play. That's probably a very good point. Um, on that note again, just another not digging into with the UFC thing, but um, I've you know every UFC undercard is brilliant. Yeah, they are. Do you know what I mean? And, and, yeah, from, and I mean that is from just the mundane. from the Facebook prelims to the main event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, you know, um, from the free well, the pre the free prelims, uh, they're fantastic fights. And um, but you know, all right, you look, you look. Someone listens to this could watch UFC fights, probably like that was boring as far. But I'm talking, you know, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a very good card. Um, and I just think, oh, I really think boxing could take, learn a lot from it. And instead of matching up, a, the thing you have a lot with boxing is, oh, we need to, we've got this young guy, we need to be careful with him. You don't get that in UFC. That's probably because of money, though. Yeah, I, think know, also, I
0: also think that's because of the fans, though. So like, uh, I'm going to use Joshua as an example, right? Because let's face it, he is the biggest star in British boxing. Probably one of the biggest stars in world boxing.
1: I don't think he's the biggest star in British boxing right now. But anyway, that's a different argument. Ah, but you're proving my point. He was. Undoubtedly
0: was. He's had two losses, right? And now that's it. He's washed up. He's
1: shit. People don't... don't, Hang on a minute. No, I mean, I, I think, you know, yeah. Okay, you're right. Casually was, but yeah, you know, I think Ca- I think we I think we all knew from purest point of view that it wasn't <laughs> the most skilled boxer. Well, we, we it knew never it was, was we, only a matter you know. of time.
0: But yeah. in the UFC, for instance, you look at you know, there's fighters in the UFC with nine
1: losses on their record fighting for a world title. For for example, look at George Masvidal, right? He lost fifteen fights and he had this random resurgence a yeah. couple of years ago, three four years ago. He got three knockouts. He Beat the fuck out Nate Diaz, which is not a lot of people do that. I know no. he's lost a sort of fight out there, but it's very really difficult to do. Um, and he, he 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 talked his way into two fought his way into two title shots. And this was a guy who's a journeyman. Yeah, and and that's that, exciting. But I just don't. My, my, the only person I can look at in boxing that's sort of done that recently is Kiko Martinez, maybe. And he's yeah. for no. And he's no way a journeyman. No, like my, like like Masvidal was. Uh, that was that
0: was a smooth transition, Rob. That was smooth. Anyone to think that was planned,
1: mate? <laughs> I actually did not. I, I know, but <laughs> I'm just a fighting purist <laughs> in a blazer. But <laughs> and I fucking trust them. they tinking
0: it, any turn. But yeah, um, might as well talk about it then. Josh Warren yeah, Kid, Kid Galahad. I mean, they've already fought,
1: haven't they? Yeah.
0: Um, now. Is this a gift or a curse?
1: Because last time Eddie brought him over an easy fucking fight, he got battered. <laughs> well, let's be honest. Kiko Martinez is not an easy fight. Um, is Warrington coming up?
0: No, no, same way. He's fighting for the belt he gave up to try chase other belts. So basically the past two and a half
1: years, yes. his life has just been a waste. Well, I kind of think he gave up the IBF because he didn't want to rematch Kid Galahad. If I'm being honest, but um, yeah, so do I. Um, but yeah, um, I, no, I think it's a very difficult fight with Josh Warren. I really do. Um, and I, I mean, that's coming from. I'm not basing it on the fact Kiko Martinez beat Kid Galahad because Kid Galahad is very good, but I don't think he was ever going to be anywhere near as big as some fighters we've seen in that division. Um, the reason I think Martinez is going to win is because I've seen him fight the likes of Frampton and Quigg and really compete with them. Well, um, and all right, that was quite a while ago, but you can't forget them fights. And he, he's He'll be going in there as, for some reason, an underdog. And I don't know why.
0: <laughs> but when, when he fought Frampton the first time, Frampton beat him easy. When he fought Frampton the second time, that was a tough, tough fight.
1: That was a that was apart from Frampton's losses. That was a, but then I don't know. I say that Warrington convinced convincingly beat Frampton, didn't he? Really, he did, but which I couldn't believe. But I didn't yeah. believe it either. that either. That's another thing I want to talk
0: about, right? So you say about uh, Masvidal had like you know Indian summer to his career, kind of thing. Do you think Warrenton's peaked and dropped off, like? You think oh, about that, it, when he went know, on that yeah, run I where he beat, yeah. he beat Selby, he beat Frampton, that, like, eighteen month period, he
1: looked unbeatable. He did, didn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, for me, the big... The big one was when he beat Frampton, because I thought... I don't know if we are doing a podcast, but I was... My view was there's no way he's going to beat Frampton. Um, obviously, Frampton are not finished but, you know, you can't take things away from Warrington, can you? Um... But I don't know. I mean, I've. I think we've seen him. It's just him two Lara fights. He, he just didn't look up to that level. Do you no. know what I mean? I know Lara was a bit of an unknown, but after the first fight, you know, you kind of whoa, he's. Well, the second fight, the second fight he didn't. Even, he, he, he's very interesting, isn't he, Moriton? I mean, because we didn't really see a lot of him before. Before he won the title, I mean, all right, he was he was there and there, he was there and thereabouts, really. But we, it was very difficult to judge fights at a world level standard, if you know what I mean. Yeah, from well, what you had before he won the, know, the belt.
0: Walt Warrington, you know, he he was a small hall fighter that got to a world
1: title, which is brilliant. But I'm no, no, to... no, sorry, but I'm just sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, that's one thing I will say about Warrington. You know, he was a kid who made, yeah, you know, he. He was turning up at shows, weren't he? And yeah, jumping he on under cards. You know, oh, we need a fight. jump on winning fights. And, and, and he rode his stars, didn't he? Rode his stars and got where he was. And fair, fair play to him. Yeah, really so fair play to him for that.
0: If people missed it, um, if you've got the DAZN app or your subscriber, just search Lara and you can watch his last fight. It was a couple of weeks ago. And Eddie Hearn said in an in interview after that fight, what on earth was I thinking, bringing him over here to fight Josh Warren? And he's the heaviest hitting like person in that division.
1: And- I mean, we've not seen people hit like that since Prince of the Sea. No, we haven't. I'll stick by that. We have, I mean, cause Quick Franklin, they didn't hit that hard. No, but- um, You know.
0: With Kiko, you know, we go back to that fight with Kid Galahad. Kid Galahad rocked him several times. And I, I remember we was talking, watching it, going, fuck, that's going to be over in, like, a round. Yeah. But he bit down on his gum shield, he got through it,
1: and cleaned him out. And I, I really think that's just, like, that's one thing Warren's really got a, You know, Warren has been in big fights, is not he? But um, not the same amount and the same maturity as Kiko Martinez has been. Yeah, Kiko... Mar- I don't really know how to explain it really, but Kiko no, Martinez, do you know what I'm saying? well-seasoned, isn't he? But the thing is, yeah. that- I mean, he's oh. been knocked down by a by a prime Frampton, got back up and knocked him. That, that doesn't happen a lot, you know. so no, you think
0: so, Josh Warren? And let's face it, like he, is probably still going to have a bit of mental hangover from the fight with Lara because you know he never closed a chapter mm-hmm. on it, did he? So. Let's face it; he is not going to be mentally over that right now. If you're going in there with someone like Kiko Martinez, who cleaned out Kid Galahad with two punches, and you beat the shit out of him, well, he beat the shit out of you for twelve rounds, and you got the decision somehow.
1: That's you know. I don't know. I mean, look, honestly, I want Quico Martinez, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I think Kiko Martinez, that was his career highlight, that last one against Quico Land. I really do. All right, he's been a world champion before, but that was his highlight of his career. Of course That was was huge. The age, I I think, was he the oldest world champion? One of them? Yes. I I think he's the. or is it, there was some, he was one of the oldest people to come back and regain a world title. Um, and PFR I mean, and, and, for George Foreman
0: in that weight category, I think yeah. he is the oldest in history.
1: Yeah, but he's like, but he look, he looks good, he looks good. Do you know what I mean? That's, I, I think it's a very difficult fight for Warrington. I, I do as well. That's what I'm
0: trying to get across. So you know, Kiko is, he's 36 years old. Josh is only a couple of years younger, and is coming off the back of a big win. Is going to be. Absolutely flying, and he's gonna think, Well, do you know what? This is this is my last hurrah, so to speak. And think of like, you know, if he beats Josh Warren in one more fight, how much money is there gonna be on the table for him? Loads.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll fight again. If he beats Warren, he'll fight again. But yeah, just because I, I can imagine he's been very underpaid for his stock, <laughs> you know, the past definitely, 10 years. Of course, he is. Yeah, I really can You know, yeah, I can imagine. That. I can imagine quick, the lots of quigs around a lot more than him when they probably shouldn't have been.
0: No, but Kiko Martinez, you know, I was talking about it earlier, is now half gingerly someone with nine losses on the record. He fought for a world title with 10 losses on this record. Yeah, But, yeah, he's lost fights, but yeah. You know,
1: he lost himself for Barrett, which... Let's look at, let's look at the great suits. Um Chavez Senior. How many fights did he Loads. Sugar Ray Robinson. How many fights did he lose? Muhammad Robert, Ali. R- Roberto Duran. Probably the hardest hitter of all time. Yeah. Pound for pound. He lost so to fights. You know, it's all right, these are probably fought a lot later than they should have been. Boxing's become a bit more... For example, Tars fear Fury and Anthony Joshua, 50 years ago, instead of having... How oh, many fights they had? Probably around 30 each, haven't they? Yeah. You know, they would have had 50. If it was 50 years ago, they would have had 50 fights by now. And they would have both lost three or four, five or six. You know... Um,
0: well, you know what? A lot of people don't realise as well, like you're talking about old school records. Kiko's got an old school record. He has, yeah, he has. You're right, yeah. 43 wins, 30 knockouts, 10 losses, yeah. 2 draws. That's a... You know, when you were talking about his seasoning earlier,
1: that's a lot of seasoning. Yeah. And, then, you know, a lot of these great fighters, you know, I think... let's back years ago, the only one who didn't lose was Rocky Marciano. And he could hit, like, a fucking truck. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he could take it. He could probably get run by a train and be all right. But, um... You know, but, you know, people, you know, they were more weathered, more seasoned fighters back then, weren't they? And I think they genuinely did hit hard about that, I really do. I know the, um, sorry, I'm going off on a different tangent here, but um, I know the physical aspects of it now, and fitness is a lot better. But they were a different breed of people back then, weren't they? There was, and, and Kiko's one of
0: the you know, last few of the old school. Yeah. I think people are underappreciating that, like People are assuming because Josh has beaten once, it's a given. And yeah, nine times out of ten, rematches do go the same way as the first. This, yes, it's a rematch, but there's been it's very big, different circumstance. Very yeah, different circumstances. There's been years in between new fights. That yeah,
1: there's just as much extra wear and tear. And, and one of them's got one of them's gone gone up, and one's gone down. One's yes, yeah, sort of gone down. I guess yeah. Well, by the past two fights, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, he he's gone down is not he
1: you can't
0: you can't say Josh Warrant still on the up like, I would love him to beat Kiko Martinez I'd love to see him be a world champion again
1: and I, I, do, I do honestly think, I think I think he'll do well, it I, but compare I don't Warren, think it's going to be compare, easy I compare Warrington a bit to a bit like Anthony Croner I got yes. to the top one I can fight and, and it's brilliant for him a fair play to both of them but that was that was it, you know. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, there are fighters out there who uh, probably come from tougher backgrounds, probably a bit more nitty gritty. Lara, for example, do you know what I mean? Um, you know, um, and there's just well. That's what i was saying, isn't it? It's always somewhere out there. It's, and it's on, a lot like... hot. Bigger and on, yeah. Yeah. The
0: thing is, I know people might be listening to this, thinking, "What the fuck are you guys trying to say? You're rambling on." It is not going to be as easy as
1: the Buckies are telling you. It's going to be exactly, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I was as betting, man, do not put a knockout with for uh, Warren. No, or in if, the early rounds at least. Don't, don't do
0: know, that. I, I think if Warren comes through this fight, he does deserve the respect. Basically, um, hundred percent, yeah. And we've had to go on about it because it's so easy just to make a statement and then. Next week on Monday, or whatever, we record the next podcast. Oh, well, you know, we thought it was going to be easy, but you know, we got beat. Or well, we do I, 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 going I, I to just think, easy. I just
1: think that I think the British media and the British, um, the British promoters are very quick to write someone off, as we've seen plenty of times. Yeah, the, the British media, especially. Yeah, you know, so if, um, we, if
0: we come in here on Monday, on I mean, Tuesday, the, yeah, and we're saying, Oh, it was easy work for Josh, we knew it was going to be easy. No, we didn't we didn't and Rob's right the media aren't giving him any credit are they
1: well the media well they never really do over it I mean let's be honest remember when you sit back to Joshua over 12 rounds and they went oh yeah but Joshua didn't come back because you six not a very good southpaw so are you joking <laughs> like uh and that is oh I just don't I, I don't get the British media um so- we, we need the old lots of Birch Sugars back. They're good. He was yeah. brilliant, weren't he? <laughs> but um
0: Ebony Bridges fighting for a world title fight. Yeah,
1: for a world title. I mean Man, she's what? in a tough fight. She, she's in a very tough fight, but she's really done um talk about PR wise, etc. I mean, I don't think she's going back to Australia anytime soon, is she? No. She's she, built up she's, a big following over
0: her. She's linked up with Mark Tibbs, hasn't she? And yeah.
1: I I don't know, I just think. I just kind of think for her over here, especially not financially, is probably a bit better as well. And the fights he's going to get over here are probably better because look, Australia's not got a big boxing market. I know no, it has not. I, I know Cambos is the champion, but they're struggling to get... right. Sorry, take the Ukraine war out of that before I say this, but they were struggling to get Lomachenko there for a fight. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, that's not going to happen because of what's going on in the Ukraine right now. But... Um, it's, Australia's not a big draw for Oxen. So. No, and
0: you know Ebony Bridges. She's she's basically a Leeds girl now, isn't she? Like she she's always got a Leeds kit on. Unfortunately,
1: she supports Leeds United. Yeah, but um, yeah, but, <laughs> but Luke's a Silver Town fan, by the way. So um, that's <laughs> why that's why he doesn't like but like Leeds. Right? But
0: yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think it's a tough fight for her, and like I say, she's. Brilliant PR work like the zone, and, yeah. and match room that releases stuff on YouTube. Of her and uh, Mark went to a fucking pie and mash shop and he tried making her eat jelly and eels. And yeah, I saw that actually. It was well, quite quite I don't like
1: that, fucking disgusting jelly and eels. So. <laughs> not a proper cockney, don't eat jelly and eels, Rob. No, I'm not well, I'm not a cockney, sort of. So you're <laughs> from London, that'll do, but yeah, yeah um,
0: yeah, I, I think. I think it's going to be quite a good uh, weekend of boxing. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's got potential, actually, to be really good. Um, there's a lot of good fights on the undercards. And Maxi um, Hughes is on. I, I rate Maxi Hughes. I yeah, do I like really it, yeah. like him. Um, yeah, Dalton Smith. That's a decent fight as well. But yeah, it's a very good fight. It's, let's face it, it's all about the main event, isn't it? It's all Look,
1: about... It, uh, do, when that fight got announced, I was really excited because... Um, I don't know, Kika Martinez just brings memories back of my teenage years, watching him fight. I don't have teenage years, let's say my early 20s of um, him fighting Frampton, Scott King. As i said before, Frampton's my favourite fighter, so I've seen a lot of Kika Martinez. And, you know, I really, hope he, um, I really hope he gets the job done, really. It's a bit like if you watch Manny Pacquiao fight someone else. Like when he fought Keith Furman, for example, you wanted him to do well, even though you really like Keith Furman, you think yeah. Furman's Thurman's great, you wanted Pacquiao to do well and win the fight. I was bloody shot what he did. So I'm hoping for the same sort of result this weekend, actually. <laughs> so, so, and
0: yeah. one more thing I want to talk about from last weekend. Sonny Edwards. Uh, yeah. What What can you say? He, he deserves to be in conversations for pound for pound, one of the best from this country yeah. at the moment. It's just, it's a shame he's a bit of a, a loud mouth on social media and turns a lot of people off. Personally, I
1: think he's hilarious. He's just—he's mustard, man. He's yeah, he's mustard. yeah, hes very good, I know. He? He's—he's brilliant. He's actually brilliant. But um, it's yeah, its weird. I watched some characters, isn't it? Some people take some characters and it's all about play our team, I guess. But um, no, nah, if he's been himself in the media, fair fucking play to him.
0: Yeah, but he, I think it does play up to it a little bit, and I, I don't think it's working very well for his image in terms of you know media coverage. But. If you just look at his boxing ability, man, look, he's good, yeah. He's had three back to back world title fights, gone 12 rounds, and out of them 36 rounds, I reckon he's lost two. Yeah, that's unheard of.
1: Yeah, no, he's he he is very, very, and yeah, it's you kind of know the result when you turn him on, don't you? You, you do, but you're still engrossed
0: because it. Yeah, because like, it's good. Yeah, it's like watching poetry in motion. Like the guy is
1: amazing. Yeah, and I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think of a sort of fighter to compare him with. Actually, where you turn it on, though the result, be, you'd still be like, oh, bloody hell, watch him because you know a lot of fighters. Well, especially we think great back in the past. Of um, they've never they've not really been favourites, have they? No. But uh, yeah.
0: But, yes, uh, just big shout-out to Sonny Edwards. And it's, it's a shame you never see Charlie
1: Edwards anymore. Yeah, I mean, he had that... I don't know. I thought it was quite unlucky. Well, that far he got the low blow. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately for him, that sort of... Tainted because he, moved, he, moved he he moved up, didn't he? After he moved up, didn't he? After that,
0: yeah. And
1: um, I mean, he, I don't know. I remember watching that. For, I thought he got beat, but it was, a low, blow, it was and, a low blow. And the bloke who threw it was an idiot and lost his <laughs> that way. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I think Charlie Edwards got a bit of bad treatment over that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and he had to, you know. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but I think Josh Taylor, the way he's added to the past few weeks, has been disgusting, actually. It is
0: disgusting, but... You know,
1: um, like, wow, what a, what a turnaround in three weeks. Yeah, He but should I'd... be the poster boy. And you can see why he's not now. You, yeah. you can really see why the true has come out. And But Charlie Edwards has never, never, ever, sort of went down that route, if you know what I mean. He went up weight and he was, I can't make the weight anymore. Yeah. And, and you think, like, Sonny... I don't know. Uh,
0: it's a shame, you know, it's a challenge, like I said, because uh, I I really like Charlie Edwards. I think, you know, he always came across as a top geezer, didn't he? And, you know, he yeah. was a, a room poster boy for a bit. Sonny doesn't seem to be getting that attention. Obviously, Sonny's with Frank, he's not the Eddie. So, you know, he's not going to be the poster boy when Frank's got Tyson Fury. But...
1: Yeah, but yeah. I don't know, that'll change soon, won't it? Because, oh, um, hopefully, because, you know, look, if, if well, people like to start
0: banging the drum for Sonny Edwards, other people might start listening, and, yeah, but just have to get it out there. Look, I just think, I'll it's just think we, we,
1: we, you know, yeah, well, yeah. no, you're right, Luke, and he is, it's good that you brought that up, actually. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, um, a lot of these fighters we're talking about now, ain't, aren't going to be about for long. No, it's a short so the career. Lots of, the the likes of Sonny Edwards, et cetera, the, the up-and-coming ones. Yeah, he is still relatively young, isn't he? He is um, young, yeah.
0: But, you know, we've got we've got to get behind them and, you know, buy tickets to their shows. Tune in, you know, if it's free to air on TV, or free to air, but, you know, it's on BT, it's not pay-per-view. Tune in, if you're a boxing fan, tune in, because bigger viewing figures, bums on seats, ticket sales it means these guys earn more money and we get to see the bigger fights and yeah that's all you I get got to listen to cut subcuts more exactly so go. get go yeah. listen to us <laughs> but yeah I just what i just wanted to uh basically bring up sunny edwards cause you know obviously this podcast is called sunnyside up this week because it's spring the sun's coming out and sunny edwards put a smile on my face so
1: fuck it sunnyside up yeah the, the weather caught caught me out today actually uh, I a yeah. roll deck on the blazer and I've spent the day sweating at work. Sorry I hope, for the views for that. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I hope Scott's got Factor 50 on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, before we wrap this up, let's go through the card on Saturday, right? Okay, right, yeah, go on. Right. Kiko, Martinez, Josh, who are you backing? I'm going to
1: go Kiko Martinez. I, I'm going to go Boy, Josh. I'm going to go by decision. Are you? Make it happen. I just want to be controversial, but <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no. If I if I'm being honest, I think Josh Warren by decision purely because it's in the UK. If I'm being honest, I think but, you'll get the the rub of the green as they call it. Um, but you're but, back.
0: You're back in Kiko.
1: Oh, oh, I want Kiko to win. I want Kiko to come on. Do it for the uh, do it for the old blokes. All
0: right. So I'm backing Josh, um, Maxi Huge, or Ryan Walsh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He is the favourite to win, but I don't know, I think you know Ryan Walsh and Max Hughes got similar records. You know, one's got three losses, one's got five losses.
1: That's a cocktail for a great fight. It <laughs> is because none of them want another loss in their records. Exactly. Well, did, well. Did... A fight like that is, yeah, you know, who's going to take the next step in it? Um, in a way, you know, when Jules fought the bar, right? Yeah. You know, who's going to take that next step up? Um, but yes. it's
0: it's apparently for a world title, not the IBO. No, thanks. Fuck it's off. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. What, what they're doing? Charged them 5% each for some bullshit melt. That's how I played Soggy Biscuit for a Freddo, isn't it? It's- <laughs> it is <a> bit of <laughs> shit, isn't it? But yeah, I'm backing Ryan Walsh. I think we're both can be back in Ebony
1: Bridges, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. She's, um, well, I don't know. No, she's a Leeds fan. Who's she fighting? Uh, Maria Roman. Yeah, I'm so, going for Maria Roman. It's she a doesn't, tough fight. Because she doesn't support Leeds. So I'm going for Maria. <laughs> 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 I reckon
0: um, there's no point really doing the other ones, which, cause, you know, it's TBA, TBA, TBA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Dalton Smith, um, I think he's going to win his fight as well. Yeah, sorry. I like Dalton Smith. You know, he's he's mustard, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Well, very it, interesting one to watch. It's not often you see a super lightweight with seven knockouts in nine fights. <laughs> he's a beast.
1: He's a beast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I need to have a look at the record of who he's fought, actually, because. Um, is it basically fighting seven of me? He'd <laughs> easily knock out, but, you know. <laughs> At the no, same no, time. No, you know, do you know what I mean? He's no, probably, you know, oh, yeah, I'll joke about He's probably a fucking brilliant fighter, isn't it? Yeah, but it's,
0: it's a tough one. Isn't it? Obviously, we don't want to prolong the podcast and people tune out getting bored or anything, but uh, when you are a top-level amateur and you turn over, do you need to fight nine Latvian bin men?
1: You don't, do yeah. Well, that's what we've been saying all night about boxing UFC and why the difference. Do you know what yeah, I mean? But like the prelims in UFC would never be that. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you kind of you're fighting someone at your same level to get to the next level, and if you lose, you do it again. <laughs> you know,
0: it's a Dalton Smith from his fifth fighters as four live opponents of winning records, but you know his first couple it was just terrible records, but.
1: Yeah, it, it is what it is. Boxing is—it's it's like boxing. Let's not. let is a fucking a fantastic sport. Yeah, in you, my it... eyes, in my eyes. You know, I'm a huge football fan. Well, no, I'm a huge Watford fan. I'm not a huge football fan. I'm a huge Watford fan. But i um, i pay as much attention to worldwide boxing as I do to Watford. Yeah. For example, if Arsenal play Man United this week, I wouldn't give a shit. If, um, if but if it's Broner for someone in the arse nowhere next week, I'll watch it because, um, I would like to see Broner get beat. Boxing is a fantastic sport, <laughs> yeah. um, and it throws up a lot more surprises than football does. Um, I just happen to love Watford, but, um, <laughs> that's more in the blood, but, um. <laughs> Yeah, you know, is a great sport. You know, I, I just feel they could learn a lot from UFC. I yeah. really do. In the current times, I and mean, all right, they run differently, but I just feel, this is, especially people like Bob Arum, I mean, he's a fucking dinosaur, isn't he? Um, he can learn a lot more. He is the dinosaur. But he also yeah. put on some of the
0: biggest fights in history.
1: Well, yeah, I know, but... That was a long time right, ago. It's time not 1942 19- anymore, is it? Um no. It's sort on of Jersey, Joe Wolcott. Kind of <laughs> yeah. yes, you know. I'm joking. No, but no, you know, right. Bloody, well, the best cards of all time, didn't they? Yeah, he did. But, um, but, you know, sorry. Well, no, I don't know. He put on three great fights of Wild Wilder Fury, didn't he? He did. Sorry really to deny that. But, um, you know, I just think a lot of boxing players, they have a lot of work to do. Eddie Hearn as well. Yeah. He puts, on a, lot of, he puts a lot of shit on. so you know. You know, let's let's get let's get the best of the best. If at eighteen years old, the best people at the age of eighteen fight each other, instead of this, let's plan a route for them. Yeah,
0: I think I think it's it's such a, a odd part of boxing that's why I brought it up. So like, you see, it's not a good part of boxing though. It's not no, a good but,
1: part of boxing.
0: But you look at like Josh Warrington, for instance, right? He turned over on the small hall shows, um, just. Like many other fighters have, and he would have thought people were losing records because he didn't have Olympic funding for years in the best training facilities with some of the best coaches in the world, et cetera, et cetera. So they they need that. They need them easier fights. You know, learn the ropes and everything. Yeah. When you've been through the GB setup, I don't think you need that.
1: Um, yeah. And I think they. I mean, I'm not. I mean, quicker. I mean, for example, I don't know. Lars Coley it's just. I mean, I've never wanted to shoot him for a fight. No, it's boring to watch. But it's not even the fact; it's what just the opponent is just shit, and it's not a shit division either. No, you know, it's just a boring. You know, match them up. It's just we said they, they picked a route, they picked a route, and it's and it's a boring route. But I don't know, just for some reason, people ought to be humble and have a fucking wank over it. But I don't know, I'll leave that to other people. Sorry about the burber.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Right, any, any closing thoughts? No, nah, not after that. Uh, <laughs> uh, up the Watford, and that's it, basically. <laughs> All right, wicked. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, this will be a fun one to edit. See you later. <laughs>